Good morning, good morning. Today's breakfast is sponsored um, in loving memory of Robert J. Adis. Sponsored by his wife, Esther Adis, and family. Today's a special day, not just Purim Katan. Also, it would have been their 63rd anniversary. They spent many, many beautiful years together, and uh, we remember him fondly. And this should be a Nishamav, big zechut for him, and zechut nechama for his whole family. Breakfast is also sponsored Lilin Nishman Michael Ben Moshe anonymously, and as well for Moshe Ben Najla, which Moises Asa by the Asa family. The Pasuk tells us what seems to be the ominous beginnings of, uh, of the, the uh, terrible story of the Heta Eger, of the sin of the golden calf. Vayara Am Ki Boshesh Moshe. And the people saw that Moshe had delayed Laredet Minahar to come down the mountain. And the people gathered onto Aharon. And they said, Make for us, literally it means make for us a God. That will go in front of us. Because Moshe, the leader that took us out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. One more time. So if you're looking in the verse, in the Pasuk specifically, what are you seeing? You're seeing that the reason why they made the Egel was, Moshe is late. The people come to Moshe, they don't know what's going on. They say to, the Moshe, to Aaron, they say, we don't know where the person who led us out of Egypt is. Make for us an Elohim. We don't know because we don't know where Moshe is. Rabotai, it's a very interesting thing. And this actually bolsters the view of some of the uh, opinions and the commentators in the Chumash. You know, many of us think <clears throat> and it's that the story of the Egel is an open and shut case. The Jews worshipped Abu Dazara and Chalas. But actually, if you're taking a look at the Pesukim itself, it seems that the narrative itself disproves that. They're not building a golden calf because they can't find God. They're building a golden calf because they can't find Moshe. They knew that Moshe wasn't God. How do I know that? Because the Pasuk says, They knew that Moshe was only the Evid. So how come if you can't find Moshe, you're building God? It doesn't make sense. Now, we've already explained this many times. The word Elohim in the Torah, it can be Kodesh, or it can be Chol. It can be referring to God himself, or it can be referring to, Chol means a mundane description. Koach, a description of power. Right, we talked about the Gishor, and they bring him close, Ela Elohim. They bring the guy who's talking about the judges. Why? Because the judges are the ones that have power. Okay? So the word Elohim can be used in Lashon Chol. And the proof over here is that's the case. Now, Rabotai, here's the funny bit. Now the Egel, fast forward to when the Egel is made. And what happens when the Egel is made? Ve'ya'asu Egel Masecha. And they said, This is your God, O Israel. Normally you read that, you say, This is your God that took you out of Egypt. But actually, if you pay close attention to the words, What did they say? They took you out of Egypt. Let's look back at Moshe Rabbeinu. So it's a clear substitute for Moshe. What are the people seeking over here? 
The people are not making another God. What are they making? Leadership. They're making an intermediary. They're making something through which they can connect. Rabotai, I want to share with you something amazing. Expressed most beautifully by the altar from Navardak, the Saba Minavardak. In, in Europe, there were two yeshivot. One yeshiva was Slabotka, one yeshiva was Navardak. They had absolutely parallel opposites, educational philosophies. In Slabodka, they believed that a person's obligation was always to be very, very well respected. They used to say in Slabodka that if I'm ever having any lack or any self-confidence or any problems, and I don't feel like a man, I don't feel like a person, all I need is one second to look in a mirror. They would look at themselves, put together, looking like a, a Ben Torah, and they would instantly know, they would be reminded who they were, okay? Whereas in Navardak, they actually believed that putting yourself down and achieving a sense of humility was paramount to being a, a, a good person and a servant of God. Now, the altar from, uh, from Navardak wrote a book called the Madrigata Adam. And in this book, I want to tell you something unbelievable. Look, I want to sh- share with you this idea that he explains about the Jews, which has such, such ramifications for each of us. He says, and he quotes the Midrash. The Midrash says, so, excuse me, the Gemara Shabbat on Daf Petet says, Vayara am ki Moshe. The people saw that Moshe was delaying. When Moshe went up to heaven, he told the Jewish people, Israel, at the end of 40 days, I'm coming in the beginning of the sixth day. At the end of 40 days, on the sixth day of Sivan, the Satan came and he mixed up the whole world. The evil inclination said to him, and it may be here that we're referring to the inner doubt that the Jewish people had. Their leader left. He said, in 40 days, I'm coming back. Every day they wake up, they look at the mountain. Now it's the day. Boshesh, which means delay, is an amalgam of two words. Ba-shesh. The people saw that the sixth day had come. And he's not here. They waited 40 days already. He's not here. He said he's going to come. The Satan said, where's Moshe Rabbeinu? They said, oh, don't worry, he's coming. Right? The sixth day has come. They didn't listen. Met, he dies. He keeps telling them one thing after the next. The doubt keeps uh, escalating in their mind. They're worrying, thinking about worse and worse and worse possible scenarios. Until he showed them in the clouds, in the darkness. They were able to kind of imagine or see, depending on how you understand the Gemara. They were able to see or imagine or picture Moshe Rabbeinu on his deathbed. In that moment, in that second, they said, Moshe ha'ish. This person, Moshe, lo yadanu mehayelo. We don't, it used to be we knew where he went, we knew he was coming, we have no idea anymore. We don't know what's going on. Says the altar from Navardak, he says something so beautiful. Listen to this. He says, the Pasuk in Mishle writes, Shlomo HaMelech, hachacham enav birosho. A wise person, his eyes are in his head. What does that mean? Everybody's eyes are in their head. Your eyes are in your stomach, in your chest, in your back. Eyes in your head means the highest part of the body is the head. Having your eyes in the head means having the longest vantage point. If your eyes are in your knees, you see less, you see much, sorry? The higher you are, the, the longer your vantage point covers. Chacham means a person 
can see into the distance, into the future, that's a chacham. But the pasuk continues, the altar used to say, what is the pasuk? The vaccine and the fool, goes in the darkness. So the altar always used to ask, what happens to the chacham with his great eyes, with his head, with his vision? What happens in the chachams? What happens in the chachams in the darkness? He's just like the fool, he also can't see. Said the altar from the Vardic, unbelievable. The Chacham, the wise man, he doesn't walk in the darkness. The Chacham doesn't walk in the darkness. You know it's dark, stop walking. Sometimes you have people come and they speak to you, and they say to you, Rabbi, I'm very confused. I don't know if I should carry on this relationship. Rabbi, you know, I, you know, I just... I just lost my business, all this guy. I have $100,000 remaining. I had to sell everything. I went down, lost for millions, and now I have $100,000. I'm starting a new business tomorrow morning. I always tell them one thing. Stanna. Just wait. Wait a few minutes. Wait another a day. You make a decision from a place of darkness. You make a decision from a place of confusion, you are capable of making the worst decisions of your life. You're angry, you're gonna make a decision now, are you mental? What are you, crazy? Right now is the worst decision you could possibly make. You're gonna be deciding from your context in that moment. It's like when you go shopping in the supermarket on a fast day. You come back with 900 items. You don't need the items, but in the moment of hunger, what do you do? You're thinking to yourself, I need to solve this problem. The satan, he understood that all he needed to do to get the Jews to make the biggest mistake that they had ever made in their lives, all he needed to do was create a state of confusion. What's going on? Where's Moshe Rabbeinu? I don't know where he is. Maybe he's here. Maybe he's there. Maybe he's dead. You know what? It, you waited 40 days. Yeah. Wait one more day. Wait till the end of the next day. You have to wait the beginning, it's the beginning. Wait till the seventh day. Maybe he meant the end of the sixth day. It's unbelievable. But that is the power of confusion. And when we make decisions, Rabotai, in darkness, I, I would ask and I would challenge each and every one of us with regards to this, especially in the month of Adar. The month of Adar is when we recognize that the clarity of vision that we think we have, when we know what's good and we know what's bad, we see it has been proven to us in this month that actually quite often that which is good is bad and that which is bad is good. And if you, a person allows themselves a little bit more time with a little bit of emunah and just say to yourself in a moment of desperation, you just lost everything. You think you're in the state of mind to ascertain, to decide if the business opportunity you're about to sink your last hundred grand into is a good decision? Please. Please. Come on. A person's suffering, Rabotai. And they start making decisions about their religious practices because they're angry at Hashem. Now is the time for that decision? Now is the worst time for that decision. Give it a day. Wait a minute. Slow down. That more than anything else, Boshesh Moshe. We learn from this pasuk that when a person is in confusion, even the, when they think they're making great decisions, they're making terrible decisions. When a person can allow themselves to think, I'm not going to walk in darkness. I'm going to have chacham enav birosho, but I'm going to allow myself to have the possibility of seeing clearly. Then they have the opportunity to be able to make bold, good predictions and decide with wisdom what it is to do to take the next step forward. Baruch Adonai Olam.